Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. We are here on the back end of an excursion to the eastern coast of the United States. Yeah. We went to, We've been Boston. to Boston. And we have returned. Oh, oh boy. Pardon the yawn. Oh I didn't boy. mean to do that. Oh boy. That was not for dramatic effect. Oh boy. Well You know, I was just watching something on WrestleMania 7. No, sorry. 6. Okay. And what year is I that? Vaguely, hmm, 1990, I believe. Got and it. I vaguely remember Mary Tyler Moore being ringside. What? And I'm like trying to figure I'm like just you know, I hadn't thought about it in a decade and two three however long it's been. Sure. 30 years. Yeah. And uh I'm watching this YouTube video, and they explained to me that Mary Tyler Moore was there because at the time she was dating Brutus the Barber Beefcake. What? (laughs) Yes. This makes no sense. Or it makes all the sense. I mean, who's who? Mary Tyler Moore can like a beefcake, you know? Wait a second. Brother Brutai, booty man himself. Wait a second. Isn't that crazy? No. She, so she had separated from her husband, who she married in 1983, and was married to until she died. I, I look, this is I, I don't. I'm just, I'm just going by what the British people tell me on the on the YouTube videos I watch. I think they are wrong about this <laughs> because what? she she married she like famously married a doctor who had come to treat her mother. <laughs> Oh, um, you know more about Mary Tyler Moore than I do. Tell me more, please. Well, there, I, I'm because just like to, I'm just dealing with this right now. And there if was it's like false... a there was a documentary I think that came out about her not that long ago, and so there was some publicity around her, like her and her marriage and her husband. Um, and her husband was much younger than she was, and yeah, was a just like a do- like a random doctor, like he wasn't a famous person, right. um, and she had been married twice before i believe Mm. um and yeah she met him he like did a house call on her mother i'll say (laughs) and that's how they met and then they got married in 1983 and they were married until she died in 2017 and like they called you know like the great he she was the great love of his life he was the great love of her life they were like by all reports, very happy. So I find this story that she, in 1990, she was dating a wrestler. <laughs> I mean, look, it's possible. Look, anything's possible. Anything is possible, but the, but your your version of events seems much more likely. Uh, it, so in the, in the pro wrestling wiki, which I just Googled, it just says that she was one of the celebrities who sat ringside at WrestleMania six. It doesn't say anything about her dating anyone there. And also like, I'm looking at this and I think she's with her husband. Yeah. This, I think her husband is next to her at this. Yeah. The, the, it, it, it makes no, like that. I think that person is completely wrong. These are these <laughs> British people. Who, well, you know what? Thank you. Cause you're helping me get through some things, you know? Oh really? I was so confused for well, the last four four and a half minutes. Yeah, it's a very that is a very confused. I see why you were confused. It makes no sense. But 
now the question is still unanswered. What was she doing at WrestleMania six? That's a great that's a great question. But if she's there with her husband, who say, I bet is that dork who's next to her. The handsome dork who's probably a doctor. That seems right. I mean, um, I think they lived in like Connecticut. So it wasn't maybe, like maybe maybe she's like, you know, maybe she's lived next to the McMahons. Maybe, maybe, maybe they were family <laughs> friends. Like you gotta, you gotta come, you gotta come to our show. It's great. You're gonna love it. I mean, I love that for her. It's very incongruous. Just gonna do one more quick Google, and then and then we can move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the the reality that you're speaking makes so much more sense, and is the is the reality I choose to live in. So okay. Thank you. Um. Okay, here is. I'm glad some of the audience got to um, join me for like four and a half seconds before you were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> here's here's reality. Um, so Ted Biase, DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar uh, Man. Yes. When Mary Tyler Moore died, he posted a tribute to her on Facebook. Mm-hmm, with mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. screen grab of her holding a hundred dollar bill and wrote R.I.P. Mary Tyler Moore. She was ringside at WWE WrestleMania six in Toronto. That's true. Mary received one of my hundred dollar bills by way of Jake the Snake Roberts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. I have no idea what those <laughs> sentences mean. Um, <laughs> and then there's million like dollar man Ted DiBiase. WWE posted wedding. WWE posted a tribute video. When she died. <laughs> like they posted a Mary Tyler Moore tribute video to her. <coughs> but Look, again, do, there's please. no there's no explanation. It's just like she was one of the celebrities at WrestleMania six. Well, they famously would like, you know, they those early WrestleManias were like weirdly incongruous book celeb events, you know? Like you'd have like it was like a hell's kitchen, you're saying. Kind of in a way, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not not that dissimilar. Okay. But like what is she promoting? In nineteen ninety? I have no idea. Crazy. Um Wow. Well, this was interesting. This was a this was a this is the walk I needed down. Reality lane. Thank you. Well, you know, it's very rare that I can tell you something that you don't already know. Well, it's very rare that I come out at you with, "Did you know this?" It's like new fact that I just found on a YouTube video. That's true. I'm like, wait a second. So now I don't, I don't know how to feel. Wow. Well, this has really taken a turn. Happy post-Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy post-Thanksgiving. <laughs> I am thankful for Dory for setting us on the path of truth. Wow. I mean, yeah, imagine if you had just gone through. Dory does her own research, Look, okay? I do my own research. I know how to use Google. <laughs> She's, she knows what's what. She I... knows Mary Tyler Moore wasn't dating Well, Bruce I, I was like, cake. this doesn't sound right. It sounded great. <laughs> because I had like just, I mean, not just, but I had not that long ago read this like very touching interview with her, with her husband. Mm. I was like, there, 
if they had separated in 1990 and she was dating a pro wrestler, I feel like that would be part of the story. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and, and indeed, she was not. How, how not even a beefcake could really come between their love. Yeah. Right. We get it. Exactly. <laughs> well, anyway. Uh, well, yeah. So we're back. We told you we would, we would tell you about Thanksgiving. I think we all had a good time. So who who okay first MVP, of all what was well, what was your what was your ranking? Because I said it was going to be a nine, and you thought that that sounded very high. It did sound very high, and you said a seven. So now that we've now that we've returned, what is your ranking? <sighs> you know, I will bump it up to an eight because of the hat sizes I found. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was an eight. Okay, I'm sticking with nine. Out of ten. I'm sticking with nine. What if it was on a scale of one to five? 4.5. I'd give it a four. Okay. Interesting. Okay, mm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we stayed at the Residence Inn near Fenway Park. Rooms, yeah. rooms were... I would describe them as shockingly cheap. Do you just mean that in general for Boston? For Boston, or do you mean, yeah. yeah. Boston, I find hotel, hotel, blah, hotel rooms in Boston, I find are generally more expensive than everywhere else. Yeah, but I mean, I guess like Thanksgiving week, there's not a ton of there's not a ton of business well, travelers. Weirdly, Thanksgiving week, you know, that's the week. That remember we went to Vegas and got a suite for a hundred and twenty dollars. Yes, that's right. I mean, that was many years ago, but yeah, um, but it was still like the deadest I've ever that's seen Las true. Vegas. So Matt and I both liked this hotel location. Great. Um, I liked, yeah, I liked the location quite a bit uh, because it was literally, literally, you know, you could throw a rock at Fenway Park. Yeah, and it wasn't too far from my parents, which was nice. Um, Not at all. Yeah, it was right there. It was on Brookline Ave, which is a street I used to take every day, you know, driving home from college classes, and it's unrecognizable. It's pretty wild what has Brookline happened. Brookline Ave. I mean, except for like the like the block right before Jersey Street. Yeah. Uh, the former Yaki Way, uh, that block is the same, mm -hmm. but every other block is like so new, so different. So many restaurants in there. It's, it was wild. It's pretty, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. <laughs> um, so we liked the hotel. We had a, we had a one bedroom suite, which was nice because there was a actual separate bedroom with a door that closed um, and a kit, a full, like a full kitchen. Mm -hmm. Um, we, it was, it was just, it was good. We only had like, there was one day where it rained a little bit in the morning, but other than that, the weather was great. It was crisp. Oh, well, Tuesday was cold. It was crisp, but I not too remember. cold. It was mostly was, sunny. I played golf Tuesday. That was fine. Um, on Tuesday, Henry kept being like, why is it so cold? Right. Like he was he genuinely flummoxed yeah. by the weather. <laughs> he was like, "Is it going to be seventy tomorrow?" And I was like, "Well, no. he's always, yeah, he always is like, 
he's someone who doesn't believe in coats or sweatshirts. Right. And then suddenly he's actually faced with real cold. Yeah. And it's like, see? Yeah. It it can get cold places. Um we we went out for Thanksgiving dinner to Yes, we went to an inn, what is it called? The in, in inn Lexington? at Hastings Park in Lexington. My sister in law chose it. I yes. thought it was good. Uh it was it was delightful. Uh in the sense that it was like I mean, it's everything you really, if you if you think about a New England inn, mm-hmm. thanks, it was like having Thanksgiving at the Dragonfly Inn. You know, I was expecting Sookie to be cooking and Lorelai to be out front welcoming us. Mm-hmm. Maybe Michelle would be like, uh, where do you want to sit? And like, you know, that would be fun, Gilmore Girls thing. But it was really, it was very much like that inn. Mm-hmm. Very New Englandy. Very. It cozy. was very New Englandy. Good food. Food was good. Matt was raving Best about pot the roast. pot roast. Best pot roast I've ever had in my life. Wow. Pot roast is so good. I didn't. I never had turkey. Wow. I didn't even get to the turkey. I was like pot roast. Wow. Whoa. Wow. So. Um. Yeah. Henry that was, good. was like relatively well behaved. Matt brought I mean, an except iPad. for the meltdown of the Thanksgiving meltdown. Oh my God, that's right. I'd block that out. So when, no, Thursday, like, first of all, it was cold. Well, it wasn't that cold, but like, we kind of just spent the, the day until Thanksgiving dinner, which is at three. Like, Matt and Henry went for a walk in the morning. But other than that, we like spent the day in the hotel. Like, we went, there was an indoor pool, so we went swimming. Henry didn't love the pool because he couldn't stand. There was no shallow end. It was all four feet, which is taller than him. So, we couldn't stand. And that, like, really stressed him out. So, he wasn't really swimming. And then we just kind of hung out. Like, he hung out with his cousins. And, like, we played some games. We he watched part of a movie with them like so he didn't really have like outdoor active time and then when it was time to leave he just like lost his shit like fully lost his shit yeah um like a little, like a little Wolverine went to like Berserker mode, and he tried to like. Like I actually, I don't think I've seen him have such a tantrum before. It was like it was pretty mm. insane. It was up there. Yeah, it lasted longer, I think, than almost any tantrum I've seen him have. For yeah. Sure. But he really was physical about it too. He really did. True. Like, yeah. He was swinging for the fences. It was. It was nuts. It was wild. So, um, I tried. What was it all about? You didn't want to put on socks? What was it? I forget. It was something stupid. Well, he was a oh, oh, it was because it was time to leave. And they, because he was watching a movie with Maddie and Sydney, his cousins. And mm. then their dad was like, okay, it's time to go. And he had given them a five minute warning. Like he was like, five more minutes. And then it was like time to go and he put away the iPad and they all left or like we're about to leave and like he lost it that it was time to put it away. Hmm. And that was, yeah. 
It was really, yeah. it was really insane. It was insane. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a time. But I got him calmed down, and then eventually, and then we. I was glad I had said the day before to your sister that when Henry gets overtired and cranky, he gets really kicky and hitty. Oh yeah. Which was exactly what happened. Yeah. So, but by the time we like got in the car, he was kind of fine. And then I was like, note to self tomorrow, make sure he gets outside time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, um, which we did, you know, which we, we did. We hit up Brookline. We went to the Brookline, uh, to the park over by the high school. Yeah. We went to like my old, my, my, like my old stomping grounds. Then we got like this tiny window of time where Dory's father was going to take Henry to the Museum of Science. And, and did take him to the Museum of Science. And Dory and I were like, I was like, let's go get lunch at at this restaurant, this Jay Santos restaurant. Those of you who remember from the Cameo episode we did not that long ago, Dory got me a cameo of Chef Jay from Hell's Kitchen, the Blue Kitchen sous chef. Uh wishing a happy anniversary to myself. And uh, I was like, he's got restaurants in Boston. Why have we never tried one? So we, we went to the one, we went to the one in Boston for lunch. And we got through almost the whole lunch before. And then I got a phone call. We got a phone call that he had peed. He had peed in his pants. At the Museum of Science. Which is like not a thing that really happens anymore. Or it actually, But you have to, look, it's because he's around people aware of him. Right, that's true. And who who will ask him? And yes, who will ask him and who pick up on his signals, you know, his yeah. subtle signals like grabbing his crotch repeatedly. Yeah, and dancing in place. <laughs> yeah. Like who who, who how, would know? How would, I can't believe this child would need to use the bathroom but doesn't acknowledge it. <sighs> so, yeah, we had to cut the a little bit short. But uh, it was nice to have a lunch in the city with with just Dory and not a child. Not that we don't love our child. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> um, oh, also, Thursday night, Henry slept at my parents. Something that we completely failed to take advantage of. Oh, miserably. I don't remember why. I think we were just tired and like. Was it Thanksgiving? It was, it was Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving night. And like nothing, nothing was open. really like, open. Nothing, yeah. He was supposed to stay over Wednesday night, but was like. No, I'm going to stay over tomorrow night. <laughs> Why? <laughs> we don't know. Um, so, anyway, then Friday yeah. we went to some zoo lights at the Stone Zoo in Stoneham. Right, birthplace of birthplace Matt. Birthplace of Matt. Not the zoo, theoretically, as my sister always told me. I was born at the zoo. I have a gorilla. Um, but there's a, the hospital, was, it's right there. And yeah, then we went to Polcari's in Stoneham while well, Woburn uh, and had a lengthy meal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the amount of time between things happening was fascinating to me. What do you mean? Like, I think we just put the kids order in way too Oh, quick. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then like, by the time the kids food came, we were then putting our order in. Right. Yes, Which and they like, were like, yeah. "We're like, we're done." Yeah. Um, What's wrong with you people? Yeah. 
but it was fine. <clears throat> but I will say big thank yous to uh, everybody out there who paid for a meal. You know, we snuck around trying to eat free food off of people. It was great. <laughs> Your mom paid for Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, it was very nice. Your brother and sister paid for that Polkari's meal. Yep. And we snuck out of there. Yeah. It was perfect. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, and then and then we had a very early flight. Your mom came and drove us to the airport. And my mom drove us to the airport, which, which I think, was amazing. Which I think in, made your mother the MVP, unexpectedly. Mm. Of the MVP awards for Thanksgiving. She, she like snaked the MVP award at the last minute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> by staying awake for 20 something hours. Yes, yeah, she driving was so. I felt, I felt really bad because she was like, oh, well, I, oh, I get it. I, get I couldn't it, sleep because sure. I was worried about like oversleeping. And so I woke up at 1230 and then I just watched, she watched like some random like documentaries or something. Yeah, she um, watched all the stuff that she had sitting in her Netflix queue yeah, to watch. And then picked us up at 430 in the morning and drove us to the airport. So, yeah. Robbie, congratulations. Way to go. You know, Dory, uh, you thought Allison was going to get it. Uh, Al, you yeah, strong, strong contender. Strong showing. Strong showing. Yes, very strong showing. Avishai, if you had followed through on uh, asking Henry if he had to go to the bathroom at the museum, you could have had it. Robbie, congratulations. <laughs> it was also good to FaceTime my family at the same point that my sister was FaceTiming my Yeah, that was sister. really funny. So I was able to see all th- three of my siblings. Yeah. And my parents at the same time. It was very, uh, it was very nice. I like, you know, it's like, ooh, how, how'd that happen? It was a miracle. And I'm like, yeah, we could schedule that too, you know. That's true. <laughs> but it was a Thanksgiving miracle. All the Myers sort of in one place. Yeah. When in reality, we were in different countries and time zones. <clears throat> well, anyway, congratulations, Robbie. Your MVP award is in the mail. And on that note, I think it's time for us to take a break. Okay, Okay. we'll be right back. (coughs) Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house, and I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. 
they've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know those, like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back, everybody. Hope you had a Thanksgiving miracle. Uh, miracle, the likes of which none of us have ever seen. Hope you're out there with your Mary Tyler Moore facts. <laughs> Um, anyway. Just a reminder, you can email us at dorymat at gmail, Matt and Dory at gmail, phone number. You can call or text us, 413-461-BABY. We have one more week of recapping Great British Bake Off. That is at patreon.com slash excellentadventure. It's going to be a nail biter, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah it, I mean, I would say that it was... Uh... Not the way I saw that semifinal going. Not the way I saw that cookie crumbling, if you yeah. will. So or biscuit. Not the way I saw the biscuit crumbling. Hmm. Soggy yeah. bottom of a finish. Yeah, it was a soggy bottom of a finish. <laughs> You're right. We'll see. I mean, you know, it'll be interesting. I think. I think. Weirdly. I think next week, you know, any is anybody's game. I think it's anybody's game because I think Maddie and Dan have both shown. Hey, hey, don't spoil things. Oh, whoops. Sorry. All right. Well, who's the third? You'll never know. Tune yeah, in. You'll never know. Okay. Um. All right. Here is our first email. This is from Jessica. Mom, Dory, and Dad, mm. Matt are mm-hmm. fighting on the podcast a lot these days and the kids, your audience, or at least me, are concerned. Mm. I hope you guys are doing okay despite your current life struggles and that you have a great Thanksgiving trip. Many heart emojis. P.S. Matt, I lived on Diet Mountain Dew my freshman year of college, but within a year, I had developed 12 mm. cavities in my teeth. Never had cavities Ew. prior. 
apparently even without the sugar, it's still like soaking your teeth in battery acid. So from experience <laughs> and from a place of love and concern, I plead with you, be careful with the dew. Sure. Sorry if this email seems intrusive. Just wanted to let you know that I, and I'm sure many others, care about you too. Uh, I mean, I'll just go over in reverse order. Don't worry about this email being intrusive. Our lives are intruded upon every week with this podcast, so don't worry about that. Secondly, the I have cooled it with the dew. In fact, I don't probably... I pl- I'm trying to you know, get a caffeine free existence sort of like it's three o'clock now. So like, I'm, I don't think I'm going to have any more caffeine today. Yeah. So we're going to see how that goes in regards to like my sleep. Cause it like helped the first night. And then like we left for the trip, but right. then I was so uncomfortable. Like I can't, I couldn't, I can't gauge what my sleep has been. Like last night's sleep was bad. Mm. Did you have a good sleep last night? Um, I woke up earlier than I would have liked, but, I slept okay. You slept through the night? Yeah, I slept through the night. Oh, that's cool. I did not. Um, yeah, but otherwise, I've been trying to, yeah, I'm going to try, I'm going to try to like kill, not do caffeine. Like, yes, thank you. Okay. Now, in regards to us fighting all the time, you know, we have been fighting a lot lately. I think it's a lot of stress related to things that aren't each other, but are each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of like you get macro, a lot of macroeconomic forces. <laughs> I mean, mostly it's just you know. Do we think that everything's solved when I get a job? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I think a lot will. So if you want to hire me, I think a lot will feel better when Matt has a job. Mm. I mean, I will say like Thanksgiving trip, we didn't really fight except for once. And it was barely a fight. We were outside. It didn't count. <laughs> I don't even remember. I just walked away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what I was like. It? What was it? Oh, because I was going to cool down his you were, uh, yeah, you were gonna hot get, cocoa with ice cream. Yeah. Dippin' Dots. I was going to get vanilla Dippin' Dots to yeah. put into his hot cocoa to cool it down. And Dory I was did like, not care for this I was idea. Like, Please I was don't like, do that. We're going to have dinner after this. And then Mac got very mad. I was like, and not, I was like stormed off. I didn't storm. You kind of stormed. And then I walked and then off. I, and then I like, I didn't see you for a few minutes. And then you were, by the time I caught up with you, you were deep in conversation with Allison. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, look, I found more family. And talk to them. Whatever. Anyway. I'm going to be a jerk about it. Uh, yes, that was, our, that, was our, that was what the fight was about. Because no one had ice, so I was like, oh, look at this vending machine that's giving out iced cream. What would go good in a hot chocolate? Vanilla Dippin' Dots. You put a few in there, it cools it right down, and it makes it even creamier. Tori says, no, our child is going to eat soon. I did say that. Whatever. Um, I was like, well, then you shouldn't have gone with hot chocolate in the first place. Um, who got him chocolate milk at the gas station? Hmm. <laughs> the, hmm. Interesting. The gas man. Yeah. Um, it wasn't chocolate milk. It was Nesquik. I don't think that is chocolate milk, yeah. <laughs> technically. Gross. Um, I hope you guys are doing okay despite your current life struggles. You know, 
Define okay. <laughs> That's a great question. Yeah, what is okay? Like, uh, I would say, you know, generally things have not been great. Just in general, like, kind of like Matt and me fighting aside. It's like, things have just not felt good for a while. Interesting. Um, I'm extremely stressed about money, like, pretty much all the time. Um, it's constant. It's constant. It's a lot of fun. And there's, like, no... There feel it feels like no there, it feels like there's not a way out. Which even though I'm like, I blocked off the night. You know, next week I'm gonna be writing. I'm like, what else can I do? But write myself back into a job. So yeah, and you know, I have faith that Matt will get another job. But she doesn't. I do, which is why she's panicking. Because if you really had faith, you would be like, okay. No, I think it's more like. I find SAG SAG hasn't even ratified their contract I, yet. That's I right, think not even in done. general, I I find it hard to take myself out of my present circumstances, and I catastrophize. And if things are going badly, I think, well, this is it. This is like this is forever. Even though mm. my rational brain knows that it's not, but so you have no hope. You just are hopeless in the moment because you assume that the the current situation is going to always be the situation thusly why would you have hope yeah kind of like it's just I, and i'm not i'm not wow. trying to i'm trying to not think that i'm like actively trying not to think that way yeah i would love it if you didn't that think is that like way. that's what i'm fighting great. that's what i'm fighting against okay you know how you like accuse me of not being empathetic to your neurodiversity no i don't i think you put that on yourself mm. i don't accuse you of that ever you all you're the one who even invented the term in this household of neurodiversity i've never i've never said you don't get it <laughs> i've never said it's a problem i have said my brain is doesn't work the way normal people's brains do okay, sure I've so that. what i'm saying is this is how my brain works okay like, I'm not doing it to, you know, like, be an asshole. No, I'm just, it's sad. It's sad, just I'm like, sad for you. Yeah, it is sad. I'm sad for you that you don't have hope. Um, I mean, again, like, I feel I like. I think you should watch Shawshank Redemption. Oh, God, I love that movie. Um, I Like, I do, but I think it's like. It feels, it feels very, I, you know what it is? I think I've never before felt so much like, like the, the bigger picture is, is grim. Like before it has felt like, okay, if like things we need to do to get out of our sort of like personal circumstances, like, like when we were in debt from IVF, it was like, okay, we're gonna like, here's how we're going to deal with it. Like, and we got out of it, but now it's like, you know, ever like in the entertainment industry, like everyone's talking about AI and like all the, like, it just feels like these bigger forces are making it very difficult for me to envision a world where I'm able to like make a living doing what the only thing that I'm qualified to do. Mm -hmm. 
And that feels different and scary to me. So that's kind it's not necessarily like personal to you. It's more like I didn't say it was. I, but I'm just trying to explain. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. you said I don't have faith in you getting a job. And I, I want to clarify that it's more this like existential dread that I feel that is less about you personally. Well, I mean, if you turn your lens to the greater world, you, the, sorry, I mean, what a disaster. Yeah. So I'm just, uh, you know, I'm. It always I'm, has been, though. I'm actively trying to overcome that, is what I'm saying. But like, how, 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 how? What are some things you're doing to try to overcome that? Well, like I said a couple weeks ago, that I wanted to start a gratitude journal. Like I'm trying to acknowledge have you? no. Okay. But I'm going to. I'm trying to like sure. I am trying to like acknowledge the things that I'm, I'm grateful I'm for. I'm going to hope that you do that. Thank you. And the things that are that you know do bring me joy in my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's one thing. Another thing is like I'm trying to take some control back of the situation, like I feel out, I feel helpless, not just hopeless, but I feel helpless and like right. out of control, excuse me. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to do what I can to have, like bring things back into some semblance of control. When have you ever felt in control of your, of, of things? I don't know that I ever have, honestly. I mean, I definitely have felt it more at other points in my life. I've never, I don't okay. think it's ever, I've been like fully in control, but like right now feels especially out of control. Mm. Um, so that's another thing. Um, I am trying to like. Jessica, you're really cracked open a can of worms here. I'm trying to like see friends and do things that bring me joy. Mm -hmm. and you know I wish we could like afford to pay babysitter more often like we could do things but you also don't like to leave the house so that's hard well you know I'm trying to leave the house more I've signed us up for some holiday parties yeah that's yes that's been great I haven't seen you bring in any action that way well I did but we were already committed that night from a holiday exactly. party that you had been had like that you had coordinated so because I'm I'm the best at that you are you are <laughs> um so you know to go back to your question Jessica I think that all of these things have made me very stressed out and anxious and I feel like I'm on like a hair trigger Yeah. And so, yeah. So I, there you have it, I think Jessica. That's that's what's been going on. It's been it's been a very very stressful time, and you know, I I hope that we will be able to get out of it. Oh, she just used the word hope. Everybody, she'll find it. Someday. Someday. Um, I feel like we should take another break, even though that was only one question. But 
it was, but you know, you, you, you just, you unpacked a lot there. Do you have anything else you'd like to add? To what? To that response. Like, I feel like that was a lot of me talking. It was because it is a lot of you. I think, I think there is a lot, there's a lot, you have a lot more worry than I do, which I get, you know, I'm like, not, I'm not, I'm not as worried. I don't, you know, the sky hasn't fallen yet. And I only think that because I haven't like, you know, with the strike, what the, I mean, the, what the hell could we have done? You know? Mm-hmm. <coughs> and as we, you know, so it's like, also it's like December, which is like a month where I typically am like, well, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so I could do the thing of like really worrying from now till January, mm-hmm. or I could just fucking shut up and write. And then when January rolls around, I go here. Okay. You know? I mean, that actually hearing that brings me a little bit of calm, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, don't expect anything to happen between now and like January 6th. The anniversary of the Capitol uprising? I was trying to give it like a week oh. after December 30th, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. As we celebrate <laughs> the great insurrection. <laughs> Matt will be done with his script. <laughs> I'll be done with my, my script. Uh about false flag operations all over the country. (laughs) Good people on both sides. (laughs) Do your own research. (laughs) All right. Uh, Don't let smarter people do your research. It's fine. Um, All right. We really are. Isn't that inherently research in and of itself? No, you're, well, I mean, part of, if you want me to put my former PhD student hat on, part of finally part of I'm not qualified to do anything. Part of media literacy is being able to understand which sources are reliable and which ones are not. And unfortunately, in this country, we that has that has gone so far by the wayside that it's not even like in the room anymore. Yeah. So that's why you have people equating things from this like. That's why you have people running in here going, you know, Mary Tyler Moore dated Brutus the Barber Beefcake? Right, because someone probably posted that on like a spoof and it's like, website. I hear that once. Yes, and, like and now and Dory now like you're repeating it because you have not been able to evaluate whether that was a credible source or not. And in fairness to me, everyone, I didn't have time to do any like looking up or anything like that because we it was like time to record. So Listen. I'm glad Dory did it live. Media- That's how you if you find out something that seems a little off to you, you just just text me. Give yourself a minute. <laughs> see where the news came from. <laughs> see what Dory has to say about it. <laughs> and then you're back. Okay, we uh, uh, are going to take that break. Okay. We will be right back. All right. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. All right, Dory, we're back. Hello. Hopefully no new misinformation is spread while we were gone. God, I hope so. And hopefully if you're out there, you know, with a show, you're trying to staff up, for, you know, maybe January's rolling around. Eh, give, me, uh, give me a call. Give Matt a call. <laughs> that would actually be amazing if you got a job <laughs> because of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'll take it. Sure. <laughs> <coughs> I mean, I used to get jobs through be from the Nerdist podcast all the time. Well, let's get you a job through the Excellent Adventure podcast. If you need somebody to punch up your jokes, let me know. If you need somebody to raise the dramatic stakes of your script in the fourth act, I'm happy to do it. Just let me know what you need. I'll do it. All right. Okay. Next up. Next up is Anonymous, who is keeping this anonymous and hopefully sufficiently generic just in case our surrogate listens. Ooh, this is, you know, this is going to be juicy. I mean, this already, you already blew it up. <laughs> Have any listeners encountered surrogates asking for more money at the last minute? If hmm. so, how do you handle it? I've heard, I've heard this, I think. Right. I, I think I have heard about this. Go ahead. We are in the U.S. We've been friendly with our surrogate, but with our other kiddo changing jobs, life events, and living several hours away, we haven't been as close as we might have liked. About a month before the due date and past the point where she's contractually entitled to full compensation, regardless of outcome, she asked for more money, about $10,000, because she wants additional time off work for recovery beyond mm -hmm. what was originally agreed to. She initially brought it up directly with us and seemingly out of the blue. I'm not sure she sees it like this, but it feels like she's holding our child hostage, demanding a ransom. We mm -hmm. talked with the agency who then told her that we would be following what was in the contract, not changing it. This has really soured our relationship with her. And she's mad at us for going through the agency with this instead of quote, working it out with her first. Any advice from similar experiences out there? P.S. In looking for your site, I came across Gudetama, an excellent adventure. Just Ooh, wondering nice. if you are getting royalties on the naming rights. No, we are not. P.P.S. I paused the pod during your November 12th episode to listen to the trailer for and then subscribe to Dory's new podcast. Uh, before we get to this listener's questions, I would appreciate it, even if you have not downloaded our podcast, if you would just toodaloot, as Kate Spencer likes to say, toodaloot on over to the Apple Podcasts app, and just, if you don't mind, give us a little five-star rating. There's a couple people who, before... Give who? What? Give the, your new show. Our new show. Star. I mean, or, or or this show. Sure. But there are a couple people who gave too much money a one-star rating, like, basically before even the first episode had come out, and I'm like, are you just being a dick? Yes. That is a that is a heavy break in the algorithm. 
I'm going to now encourage you all to listen to it and give it a five-star review. Thank you, Because Matt. of the people who did not listen to it and gave it a one-star review. Thank you. I used to say there are good people on both sides, but those of you who gave it a one-star review, what the fuck? Come on. Thank you, show Matt. wasn't even out yet. Also, download another show. See what it sounds like. It's going to sound like ass. And the people aren't going to be talking about anything interesting. It's true. My, my, that new show is better than I would say 90% of the podcasts out there. Uh, I bet it's even, I bet it's a higher percentage even oh, just, thank you. just in sheer quality of production alone. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I thought it was a little, uh, sorry. You felt the need to one star review that free thing, <laughs> right? It's like, that takes like actual effort. Jeez Louise guys, let's all go five star review the show oh. i'm saying listen to it first so just so the five star review is honest but here's what i say also on star trek when we're, when we're asking for five star reviews we say leave a five star review you can say how much you hate the show in the body of the review as long as it's five stars mm. so there you go there you go um and now on to the surrogate demanding money matt what's your take on this uh, I think, uh, honestly, I would just sort of level with the person in a way that is like, I like going like, I don't fucking know what to do here. That took me by surprise. I, you think I wanted to go through the agency? I didn't know what to do. Mm. This is not the agreed upon fee. And I panicked and I asked the only people who know about the situation besides us. Mm hmm. Which is the agency. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you have any intention of giving this person any extra money or whatever. The, I mean, the fact is, contract-wise, that's your baby. There's no baby hostage. So it's like, ultimately... Yes, you want to have a great relationship with that with that surrogate, and you want to take care of that surrogate any way that you can. But if it's not financially feasible, I think you got to be upright and honest about it. You know. Yeah. And yeah, apologize for using the agency if that really did tick that person off, and just again, level with them. Just be like, look, I, I didn't know what else to do. I didn't know there was a working it out because you said you want 10 grand. I don't have 10 grand. What's working it out? Tell me. Right. Is it $1,500 and a Pizza Hut gift certificate? Like, what is it? All right. That's sort of where I'm at with it. No, I mean, is, it, is that a solution? No. <laughs> have I heard of this before? I have. Mm. But usually the people will just pay because they're rich. In the instances I'm remembering. I mean, my advice would be if you have the money, just give her the money. That's, that is ultimately the advice, yeah. If you don't have the money, that's a different story. Now, you could also... Like if, it was happening, if it was happening to us right now, I'd be like, look... We don't have them. Like, we literally have I spent can't. every last penny on this. Like, we cannot, we absolutely cannot um, 
this is what we I mean, can give you. We can give if you. If we an- could all move in with you, I could probably scrape something together for right. you. But otherwise, I can't do it. Um, now, even if you have the money, it's not like you necessarily want to give her ten thousand dollars. That's a lot of money, right. yes. um, and I and I understand that. I guess what I'm saying is like. In the grand scheme of things, you've pro- you're probably what a hundred thousand dollars in the hole at least for this already. Like in the grand scheme of things, ten thousand dollars is not. Again, it's a lot, but it's not that much, and it's 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 worth more to her I mean, than it lot. is it's probably it's worth more to her than it is to you and she's asking because we don't know the circumstances we don't know the circumstances but i i, I think generally people who volunteer to be surrogates are, are not doing it because they are in an amazing financial position i mean some of them are doing it altruistically but this person seems like they are not um, or this person seems like maybe it's going a little rougher than they thought and they are going to need more time right, work yes i mean we have Many times discuss the, you know, benefits slash not benefits for people who carry children to term and then have to get back to work immediately or two weeks later or whatever it is. Right. We also don't know how much time off she's getting. Like if if work has given her one week off, like, I mean, yeah, I even though she's not caring for the baby after it's born, like that's that's not that's not great. And like, she's probably going to, it's going to have all these hormones and like, it's probably, even though it's not her baby, it's probably very emotional to like, but you know, flip side of that, she probably knew what she was getting into. Of course she knew what she was getting into. I like, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is like, I do in this situation, I do see both sides. Um, and I'm trying to have a little empathy for the surrogate while also having empathy for our listener. Right. So, I'm probably just made things more confusing. I think so. Okay, great. Good job, me. Okay, moving on. Um, Amy says, I stopped, I 100% stopped shopping at Target because of everything being under lock and key. I tried Mm. to run in and out with my five-month-old the other day, and when I saw everything under the glass security, I just left. Who has time for that? My financial advisor recently told me that Target stock is now taking a hit because of theft. So it's definitely a problem, but I can't deal with having to push a button every time I want deodorant or soap. Yeah. So like, I'm wondering which hit is worse is the the worst hit. Yeah. Because in all honesty, right now, if I need socks, I'm not going to Target. Mm. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I'm going to fucking... Amazon.net slash edu. Dot gov. Yeah. Um, Or if it's like a day of sock emergency, then I'll go to like CVS and get some compression socks. Mm. (laughs) Okay. You know, just saying there's got to be other options. Yeah. 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 And then waiting around, especially during the holidays for an overstressed employee who is, you know, just doing their best. Right. Yeah. It's and not like they've like, hired extra yeah. people because of. You're doing your best and I need socks. So we're at a standoff yep, here. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. Chris writes, dear Matt and Dory, if Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure became a book or a movie, who would you cast in the various roles? Yours, Chris. Chris. 
Um, not Josh Gad. Not Horatio Sands. Not Horatio. I think he was canceled no. anyway. I think there's some there's some baggage that comes with the Horatio signing. I'd have Kroll put on so put on a little bit of weight, and he could be me. Mm-hmm. And then just get what's her face to be you, Noelle Wells. I was just saying, Noelle Wells. <laughs> yeah, my, you're, good. you're good to go. My doppelganger, Noelle Wells. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then, and then, otherwise, I mean, to play Henry, I would think some sort of animatronic baby. <laughs> and to play Doctor Beck, probably be Sandra O. Oh. oh, that's a good one. And to play Ringler, uh, it would be James Cromwell. No, that's not actually who I meant. You know who I mean? Uh, God, what's his name? He he worked on the uh, Clinton campaign. Oh, uh, James Car 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 Carville, James Carville, the raging, the raging cage, James Carville, James Carville, yeah, yes, oh yeah, totally, uh, uh, James Carville. Oh wow, Ringler. but you know what? He's like he's seventy nine. James Carville, he's too old. I mean, look, but he's been bald forever, and thusly has stayed the same age. That's true. <laughs> Uh, and then who else needs to be in there? Dory's uh, gynecologist would be played by Julie Louis-Dreyfus. <laughs> um, ah, that's good. And, you know, it'd be, a, it'd be a hoot. I'm trying to think of what other characters we would need in there. Oh, I think Henry's pediatrician, maybe Lupita Nyong'o? Sure. I mean, is she funny? Does she need to be funny? Yeah, I guess she can carry it. She can carry it. I think she could do it. Um, I don't know why it needs to be funny, but it does. Uh, And then I would maybe, geez, I don't even. Oh, Holly. Holly could play herself. Holly can play herself. Done. Perfect. Holly, we've solved all our problems (laughs) just now. We got you a big role. (laughs) A big part. Uh, um, okay. Anyone at home thinking that's what I should be writing? Uh, no. Come on. <laughs> it's not my story to tell. Whose story is it? Henry's? Yeah, I think it's the audience's. Oh. Well, listen. Pretty, pretty cool, right? This is this has <laughs> been a real, real roller coaster episode. Thanks for listening. We do want to thank our Patreon supporters who get up to two kind of like AMA bonus episodes every month. And right now they're also getting the Great British Bake Off recap. Like, that, that was a pretty typical question of something like we'd get on the page. Yes. That's um, true. Yeah, so head over there. Bake Off's coming to an end pretty soon. We've got all those episodes over there where Dory and I are actually going to record the, uh, the latest one right after this. And... Uh, you also get the whole back catalog of the Patreon episodes. So if you're a binger. You also, you know, could help Dory feel a little hope <laughs> by getting our patron numbers up. Don't guilt trip the listeners. It's the only thing that works around here. Oh. Uh, yeah, please support us. I need some hope. 
Also, if you support us at the $25 level, you get a fun fact. A Matt. That's true. A Matt fun fact. Okay. Tune in next, tune in next week for the December fun fact. It's going to be great. Let's thank Still some. Still time to get in on that. Let's thank some Patreon supporters. <coughs> yes. Let's thank you to Laura Dodge. Laura Elliott. Lauren Johnson. Lauren Schultz. Uh, Johnston. Sorry, by the way, Lauren. Uh, Lindsay G. Lindsay Gish. Linnea Wynn. Lisa in West Virginia. West Virginia country home. Lisa Travis, thank you. Liz P. Uh, Lynn N. M. K. Marina Breed. Martin Hedegaard Peterson. Mackenzie Erickson. Melinda Phelps. Melissa. Meryl H. Mike Zydek. Molly. Mariah Adamick. Nancy Powell. Nicole B. Nikki Bossert. Narantha. Optide. Pam from Boston. Pamela L. Ryan. Pat Machewski. Patty Curry. Paula. Phoebe Boone. Robert Hamilton. Robin K. Sadie Massa. Sarah Dauberman. Sarah Friedman. Sarah L. Sarah Lavelle. Scarlett Kaufman. Sherry Olson. Simone Vandewinkle. SJV. Spike. Stephanie S. Steve Harcourt. Tanya K. The Holterman Clan. Tracy Jury. Tyler Matthews. Valerie Green. Vanessa Ferguson. Virginia McFeely. Whitney Hoffman. AJB. Allison Patel. Audrey. Aurora and Zelda. Ainsley. Bertha Crowley. Claire One. Crescent Martin. Danielle Javero. Deanna McLean. Eleanor Powell. Elizabeth K. Jane Ennis. Jen Brennan. Jessica. Julia from Germany. Justin Valla. Captain Cybertrini. His cor- mm. com badge com on badge? his brown coat. Batleth in hand and Chris knife unsheathed. There it is. A lot of nerdy stuff there for you. That is definitely uh, a Forever 35 reference. Yeah. Kate Laird. Katie Davenport. KK. Kristen. Laura Bennett. Laura Madge. Lauren Cephalo. Lisa. Mara Fast. Mary Myra. Mary Elizabeth Murphy. Maud Tremblay. Melanie Bronbeck. Miriam Centineau. Nicola Skidmore. Nicole. Uh, Rosina Bosco Samantha Samantha J Shanna Mandel and Stephen H thank you everyone Thanks, so very everyone. very 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 much for being better than everyone else bye bye